the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Senator Tom Cotton says his American Workforce Act would provide thousands of dollars to help companies add young people to their payroll. He says it's time the government offered help to young people who have no interest or need for college. Uh, but they do need help in the same way that we help kids go to college. Uh, we should help kids get this kind of critical skills education for their local economy in the workforce. Senator Cotton's bill is designed to balance the Biden administration's plan to forgive student loan debt for those who attended college. A long line of mourners still waiting to view Queen Elizabeth II's coffin as it lies in state last evening in London. King Charles III and his three siblings stood vigil around the flag-draped coffin for 15 minutes, something that will continue today with the royal family. The Queen's eight grandchildren, including Princes William and Harry, will hold a similar vigil. Meantime, the British government has warned those wanting to come pay their respects that the waiting time has climbed to more than 24 hours. Hugh Hewitt believes we might actually get the truth. A special master was appointed by Judge Cannon in Florida. I'm very pleased with this. It doesn't mean the president wins. Former President Trump wins. It doesn't mean that he loses. Yeah, it's the only way that he could have ever gotten, and we as the public could ever receive, a fair and unbiased and trustworthy assessment of whether or not that raid was legit. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Uncle Tom, too, offers a compelling and brave analysis of the true history of black America. Explore the great strides of black America, the sinister Marxist strategy stirring up racial tensions and replacing God with government, and the truth behind Black Lives Matter. Stream it today at SalemNow.com or buy a DVD copy for yourself or as a gift. Chance of showers today with a high of 81. You're listening to The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. My name, Mitch Berg, my blog, shotinthedark.info. 20 solid years of bringing you the best blogging I can do, along with my co-bloggers, of course, First Ringer, Jeff Kuba, and Mr. D. Five days a week, 20 years strong, bringing you everything that I want to, uh, which sort of serves, if nothing else, and there is much more. But if nothing else, it sort of serves as my show prep every week. It's where I get the ideas that I bring to you, more or less, among many others. And boy, have there been ideas this week. This is one of those weeks where, I got to say, I have a friend who introduced me to this idea of manifesting where you want to be in the world. In other words, thinking about imagining where you want to be in the world and, and just sort of using that as a way of focusing your efforts towards getting there. I mean, if you are open to things happening, they may happen. And this is something I first heard, by the way, when I was at my first talk radio job in uh, 1986, listening to Sally Jesse Raphael, who before she was sort of a, a, a cut-rate Montel Williams, she was actually sort of a call-in uh, help talk host, an advice host, basically an advice columnist on the radio, which is... Uh, some, something like Dave Ramsey, only but for behavioral and emotional problems. Uh, sort of like Dr. Laura Schlesinger without the big fangs. Anyway, we're, we're going through some history here. At any rate, uh, she had this idea called creative visualization. Imagine in your mind, and keep imagining in your mind, where you want to be in life. And 
that's what that will open up your mind to getting there. And I got to say, I mean, it's worked out without necessarily having a word for it. It's worked out in my life. I mean, literally nothing I do in this world is something that I could have ever planned for. I mean, I just had it open in my mind that this is something where I could do and open myself up to the possibility that the impossible could happen. And here it happened. For example, I'm sitting here doing a talk show on Saturday afternoons for 18 years. I mean, it could not possibly happen in the real world, and yet here I am. So it happens. And I'm thinking, I just open up my mind up to the possibility that somebody, uh, some small group of sponsors is going to come along and say, yeah, we, we do need you on the air three hours a day, five days a week, drive time perhaps, whatever, something to bring that local flavor to back to regional talk radio outside the boutique talk station. Great guys. They, they do a pretty good job, but they're not me, Brad, and, and Jack, okay? So this is something that I'm opening my mind up to just because there is so much stuff to talk about in the news today, and I'm going to get to almost none of it because I'm here jabbering on about this. Plus, talking about the guests we have coming up on the show today here, coming up a little later on here, not very much later on at all, um, Senator Dave Osmeck will be talking about, well, his uh, exit from Minnesota elective politics for at least the time being. We'll be talking about that. He's one of the oldest friends this show has, going back to 2004 when he was on the uh, the uh, Mound City Council. I think he just gotten elected, actually, about the time the Narn started. And, he, yeah, he's been a, the, perhaps the most regular guest that we've had over this last 18 years. So we'll be talking about him as he wraps up his sen- uh, career in the Minnesota State Senate, uh, which included a run for governor, among other things. We're also going to be talking with Kevin Felstead, who is running for the Minnesota State House in District 65B, the B side of the district I call home. Uh, it's a tough road to hoe being a Republican in St. Paul. It takes a tough guy to do it tough gal to do it in the case of some of the candidates we'll be talking with kevin felstead about his run for the minnesota house but (laughs) if there was only something else in the world to talk about today i could it's it's one of those weeks as much as i'm looking forward to talking with with dave osmeck and to kevin felstead it's one of those weeks where i wish it were like last week and i had no guests booked almost wish i had no guests booked because I so much want to talk about what happened in Martha's Vineyard yesterday. And it's impossible to look at that story without looking at something that the late, great uh, P.G. O'Rourke, one of the greatest influences on my life, certainly on this portion of my life, where I get to play pundit for two hours a week, one of the greatest influences on my life and, frankly, on on the part of American politics that I'm most interested in, in subscribing to. Once upon a time, he told a story. Actually, he retold a story that Tipper Gore told at a speech that she gave once upon a time. She talked about when her and a a younger Senator Al Gore and their kids at that time, young children, moved to Washington, D.C. for the first time. And they were driving down some Georgetown street and they saw a homeless person. They saw a couple of homeless people sitting uh, by the side of the road doing what homeless people did in D.C. back in the, I don't know, the 1970s, early 1980s. And, and, the, and the, the daughters, the young Gore daughters, turned to Al and Tipper and said, so look at these, what's going on here? What, what can we do about this? And, and Tipper recounted, yeah. And so then I went on and started a nonprofit to help channel resources to the, to the homeless. And P.J. O'Rourke pointed out that this is so very, very typical of the way the left approaches social problems. Let's hijack some money from the taxpayers, give it to another group of administrators, and and have them, quote, do something, end quote, about, end uh, quote, it, end quote. Uh, Or as I lovingly satirize it, to do something about it, delivered with all the sincerity of a a cow lowing at at, at the waning moon. I mean, it's the idea that, that that social problems are something that that to the left are something you can abstract away into into, into headlines, that they, things that happen to other people, like like homelessness, which is something that you hire a bureaucrat to deal with and and give him a budget and tell him to do the voodoo that that bureaucrats do. As P.J. O'Rourke paraphrased very closely, Tipper Gore saying it. And then, and then we talk about the, the problems that migrants to the United States have. 
which is something that people on the left, especially in people uh, places, uh, people in places like the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul, which, by the way, let's let's remember, roughly ten years ago, very ostentatiously labeled themselves sanctuary cities, places where illegal immigrants were welcome or at least not subject to any sort of legal sanction from the locals. The police would not run people's immigration status uh, during contacts with the police. There was really no no extra danger. There's no local danger to being, quote, an undocumented immigrant, end quote, in the Twin Cities or Martha's Vineyard, or Chicago, or New York City, or the District of Columbia, or Seattle, or Denver, or Portland, or any, or Rochester, Minnesota, for that matter, or any of the places where white progressives, with their little in-this-house-we-believe signs out on their front lawn, or their little Black Lives Matter in their signs in their windows, uh, the places where they hold forth, where they can have these abstract notions about what it means to help the poor, to help the disadvantaged, which invariably boils down to exactly the way Tipper Gore dealt with it with her kids in that long-ago car drive through the District of Columbia. Have a bureaucrat do it for you. And it, I just got to say, this was the... And, and it... it what Governors Abbott and DeSantis did this past, past week, sending undocumented migrants to New York, to D.C., and <laughs> this is just a gloriously brilliant move to the epicenter of urban progressive privilege itself, Martha's Vineyard, was just the most glorious possible way of poking a balloon in that bubble of self-righteousness. I got to say, one of the things that annoys me the most in the world today is a number of my progressive Christian friends who have spent the last couple of days intoning various verses from the Bible to say, well, it's your job to take care of the people who pop up to your door. It's like, well, your job, not the government's job, not your job to spend everyone else's money to, to take care of people, your job personally. So bag the sanctimony, step up and do your Christian duty yourself, if indeed that's something you believe, which, of course, inevitably they don't because they believe in science. But it's been just glorious watching the hemming and hawing and bleating. Uh, State Representative Dylan Fernandez, uh, Democrat of Falmouth, which is uh, the district in which Martha's Vineyard lies, arrived on the island Wednesday evening and visited the church to assess the situation. It appears that one, if not many, Republican governors or operatives chartered flights from the South to come and drop undocumented or documented, I'm not sure, immigrants on Martha's Vineyard, he said. These governors or whoever, all they care about is scoring some political points on Tucker Carlson and Fox News and the fact that they're using human lives, women, children, men, as pawns in that and really just abusing these people, dropping them off in a place where they don't know where they are with no food. And Let's make sure we're clear on what's happening here. These are people who are arriving in places like Nuevo Laredo, Texas, McAllen, Texas, which, by the way, has a population of about 110,000 people and has been getting for the last year roughly 500 new migrants a day. And lately it's been surging up to 1,100 a day this past week, 1,100 a day in a place that is not as wealthy and as uh, privileged, certainly not as exclusive as Martha's Vineyard, which, let's remember, is the, the vacation homeland for the stars. Barack Obama, so concerned is he about global warming, he bought himself a 27-acre shorefront home because that's how worried he is about the rising of the oceans with his new house at zero feet above sea level on an island. The, the 50 people going to one of the most privileged zip codes in the United States, gets all of the media in the world. In the meantime, you go to places like McAllen, Laredo, Del Rio, uh, Medalia, uh, Madera, California, you know, countless little towns along the, uh, along the border in New Mexico and Arizona, and you've got towns that are being swamped with people, hundreds and thousands a day, thousands of them backed up, swamping the local uh, local resources 
people sleeping in picnic shelters and under overpasses and, and in cars and in buses, wherever they can find any shelter. And those are the ones, by the way, who don't die on the way across the desert. Because we know of something close to 2,000 people who have died in the middle of the desert after the coyotes dump them, the, the human smugglers who get them to the border and dump them in the middle of the desert after taking their money and frequently more. Uh, these are the ones we know of that died. And as long as they're out of sight and out of mind for the grandiers in places like Martha's Vineyard or, or D.C. or Merriam Park or Kenwood or, let's just say, Lexington at Chatsworth, you know, the places where people make nice, solemn, virtue-signaling tones about sanctuary cities but provide no sanctuary, have no skin whatsoever in the game— uh, that, that tells you everything you know about this situation. We'll, we'll come back and talk more about that in a bit. But Senator Dave Osmick joins us next on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. If we don't have a base in the black and Latino community, we can't branch out. you got to have a strategy, and that's at least my strategy. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. From executive producer... Mary Elder. The first conscious act in organizing our people is to let them know who they are. Comes the highly anticipated film from director Justin Malone. If you think you're an American, you will fight to protect the interests of capitalist America. An eye-opening expose on the demoralization of America. If you know you ain't no American, you'll fight to destroy every aspect of American capitalism. Rioting, burning, and looting Watch the film that is waking people up. A cinematic page-turner, mind-blowing, excellent, eye-opening, a masterpiece, a sequel that stands on its own. Uncle Tom Part 2, An American Odyssey. Available on Salem Now. Your home may be making you sick. This is Sheila Hitner from Our Healthy Homes. In 23 years of selling real estate, I've seen a lot of sick homes filled with toxic chemicals on the floor, the countertops, and yes, in the air. Tune in to Our Healthy Home Saturdays at 10 a.m. We'll help you replace the poisons with natural, safe products that work wonderfully and are less expensive. Our Healthy Homes with Keith and Sheila Hittner, Saturday mornings at 10, here on Freedom 1570. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years. Is now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference searching for ways to strengthen your daily walk visit crosswalk.com from devotionals to christian living topics movie reviews to marriage and financial articles and so much more the intersection of faith and life crosswalk.com the division of salem media group am 12a the patriot the northern alliance radio network 651-289-448 the number to call should you care to join us? By the way, Stand With Israel Tour is coming up. It's coming up in December. It's going to be huge, to quote a recent president, not naming names. The best recent president we've had of the last two. Best ever of the last two. 
Stand with Israel Tour, the best tour to Israel you will take next year. Doesn't get any better than that. It's going to be a huge tour. It's going to have uh, Sebastian Gorka. No, it's going to be Mike Gallagher. No, it's going to be Sebastian Gorka and uh, Dinesh D'Souza. Thank you very much. I could use that liner card because, by the way, speaking of which, we're going to talk about some of the comings and goings of life here. We'll talk about one of the goings in a moment here. But let's, let's talk about one of the, 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 the moves up in life. It's, it's my pleasure to announce that, that formerly the show's conciliaire is on the other side of the glass today. Uh, the conciliaire, who, former producer of this show, and it's uh, my pleasure to announce that Conciliaire, in his time since uh, leaving this show, has moved upwards. In fact, we have to rechristen you, Conciliaire. <laughs> you're now you're now the Salem Egan underboss. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'll I'll wear that one proudly. Yeah, excellent. Uh, glad to be back on the show, Mitch. It's always fun. Great to, to have... hang out on Saturdays. It's the best show in yeah. uh, weekend political talk radio in the Twin Cities. You're a very astute person, John. Thank you very much, and congratulations. You've been promoted to operations manager, right? Operations manager. With... So. Which we, is basically in charge of all of the programming, but not sales stuff. So you are technically... Yeah, top of the programming heap, you could say. Absolutely. That's right. uh, lots get, of responsibility. Don't get drunk at power. Yeah, I, I will try not to. <laughs> It'll also be lots of fun. That's what I keep reminding myself. we got a busy transition underway, but we'll make it happen. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm excited well, about it. Looking I'm forward to having very you. Very excited. Uh, and you actually got an office with a door you can close. That's How right. Cool is that? Oh, I got all... Yeah, the, the perks are amazing. You wouldn't believe it. Easy Con- street, Mitch. <laughs> That's right. You got it made. Uh, Concilia, no, no, the underboss has spoken. There so go. uh, glad to go. have you down here. So so we have uh, people moving up. We have people moving out. One of the people moving out right now, long time friend, really the longest time friend this show has in public life, going back to its first summer on the air in 2004. Senator, soon to be former Senator or Senator Emeritus, uh, Dave Osmek joins us. Uh, Senator, welcome back Good to the Good afternoon, broadcast. conservative infidels. I remember the time when you guys came out to my neck of the woods and you did a, a remote broadcast That's in right. a field and it was <laughs> raining. It was some organic something or other festival. And I first I scratched my head going, geez, I can't believe these guys are out here doing this. But uh, on top of it, it just rained, and you and Ed were out there. It was quite funny. We were in a leaky tent. and, and <laughs> With we electrical were, equipment. It was electrical equipment. <laughs> and this is previous management who believed in putting us in any remote that would put. I mean, we went. We did every county fair within 100 miles of the Twin Cities. We did uh, events that, that just do not belong on the radio. And we did the, yeah, the, the what they call it, Mud Lake. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Mud Lake Organic Festival. And it was one of the weirdest experiences of my life because Ed, it's during one of the intifadas going uh-huh. on in in Lebanon or in Israel, uh-huh. and Ed is is talking about the battle between the Israelis and the Palestinians and, and this you know, long time battle going between the Arabs and the Jews in the Middle East. And when I look across the the muddy track between us <laughs> and across the aisle, and there's this Arab man looking at us Uh-oh. very intensely <laughs> uh, for one of the food booths, and he's looking at us so intensely. I thought. Cheese it, cheese it. Let's talk about <laughs> soccer or something. And during a break, the Arab fellow comes over, and I just said, "Okay, well, okay, we're gonna have a, we're gonna have us." The guy is, I could not agree with you guys more. Ah. You guys, I mean, yeah, no Palestinian. I, he's Egyptian. My whole family's Egyptian. We work our butts off. These Palestinians are always out, the PLO, at least, is mm-hmm. always out there with their hands out <laughs> looking for help. He brought us over, like oh, the whole staff, food like heroes or shawarma and and piles of pita chips. It was like the best I've ever eaten at a remote. So it was like surprise, surprise. Well, for the record, I think they only had that festival once. <laughs> I can't say as I blame them. It was a, it was an interesting concept. I'll just put it that way. So I'm leaving the Senate. You are. Tell I'm us leaving more. the Senate. Good well, God, why? I multiple reasons. Uh, some things that I can say, and some things I maybe can't. Okay. Um, you know the re- the reasons are very clear. I I've been in this since actually I was appointed to the Mound City Council in December of 2001. Okay. And I got elected three separate times, then moved to the Senate. So I've been doing this for almost 22 years of elective service. At some point in time, the battery does run out. The engine goes to, you know, the the tank goes to at least close to zero. I was going to do it one more cycle, and then the district lines came out, and basically the judges who, by the way, anybody who thinks that that those maps were nonpartisan or out of their freaking minds because <laughs> yeah. the district they put me in was almost every square inch of what the Democrats wanted yeah. in their own proposal. Yep. So uh, I had to make a decision. How it, do I fit the district? As I recall, it went from R plus H to D plus H. Something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. It completely reversed itself. 
So, number one, the district is not something that fits my necessarily political standpoint. I am strongly a fiscal conservative. I'm a strong pro-life conservative. Uh, I fit the district I was in, and to be perfectly blunt, I didn't necessarily fit the district as it's newly configured. So that's one of the reasons. But I'll tell you what, one of the biggest reasons is I am sick and tired of both the far right and the far left. Not just the far left. I can live with the John Martys and the Scott Dibbles of the world. Actually, I understand them because they're crazy, and they know I'm conservative. And they're, they don't seem all that far out anymore. I mean, they're, they're both having to kind of work to keep their far left credentials burnished up against some of the other people. Uh, your, your Peggy Flanagan's. Oh, uh, Flanagan, you don't have to go that far. Go in the Senate. You got Jen McEwen, the, ah, the yes. replacement for, uh, for a, who I consider a good friend. Uh, Senator Simonson, who yep. was defrocked, That's right. uh, he lost his endorsement, ran in the primary, got bar- buried in the primary because he just wasn't woke enough. Yeah. And Jen McEwen is just just slightly to the left of Mao right. and believes everything she says. And to be and, and being president, I've been uh, presided this last session. I was very entertained by a lot of things that some of my colleagues said. Jen McEwen has a nasty propensity to be flapping her arms so much that I swear at some point in time she may take off. <laughs> but it, it she becomes so emotionally charged up in this. And I understand that. I, I've been known to get a little feisty on the Senate floor. Wait, what? I know, I right. know. But, um, but, you know, it's those type of people. I mean, Senator Johnson, who is thankfully not running, she actually lives in my newly configured configured district and was elbowed out by a certain Kelly Morrison. Uh-huh. Um, she she actually has the nerve to say that she's all worried about nuclear energy because she's worried about uh, casks being in her backyard. I'm going, uh, have you ever gone to Monticello and to uh, uh, Prairie Island to see how limited the cask space is and how much room it takes up? Yeah. I mean, some of these some of these cask facilities take up less less room than than two or three houses in a block. That's yeah. how much space it takes up. Yeah. So, you know, we can get into that too, um, you know, but the, the the radical left is problematic. Yeah. The radical right is even worse. Oh, really? Do yes. tell. Yes. Uh, Action for Liberty. Okay, Jake, so, uh, Jake, Jake Duesenberg's group. Yeah, I could use some derogatory and defamatory words to explain him. You might as well just call him a Democrat. On your because own Because he, yeah. he is more intent on, on raking Republicans over the coals than he is about actually making some political progress in moving because you just don't throw and tip over the table like somebody in Washington, D.C. tried to do, and we see how far he got. You don't get that done in Minnesota off. You have to incrementally make changes, and you have to live with people that maybe aren't as conservative as you. And there's something to be said for, I mean, that's always been my philosophy, stay out on the right where I'm at as a post-chair and declaration, Reagan Republicans, and I am pulling the rope from my end. I'm going to do what I can to pull the rope out my way. But there's this current in politics, and in in Minnesota conservative politics, and, and Action for Liberty is the largest, most successful group among them. But you've got... Minnesota Gun Rights, which is just basically, I can, in my humble opinion, a fraudulent fundraising organization yeah. that has a bunch of people in Minnesota say, "Well, if you're not, I mean, first of all, I mean, if you're not absolutely perfect on the issue, you're not. If you if you don't agree with us 100 percent, then you agree with us zero percent. And then, for that matter, they're going after the pro-gun candidates that do exist because they make more money uh, with us not having gun rights than having them. Uh, other groups in that similar uh, vein, and Action for Liberty, sort of has a, some of the similar vibe to it. Well, you use the exact word, money. Yeah. Well. This is about money. This is about putting money into Jake Duesenberg's pocket. I'm sorry, I used that slurred that I probably shouldn't uh, have used. But you know what? That's what this is all about. If you are giving Action for Liberty money, you are giving money to an organization that's trying to tear apart Republicans. And I'm sorry if you can't live with the, the Carla Nelsons and the Dave Sengens of the world. Dave is retiring. I'm retiring. I'm sorry you can't live with some more moderate individuals. But you know what? You will not be successful. You will not have... If you don't have the Senate or the House or the governor or one combination of those, you are not in power. They will run the table on everything. And if you can't live with a few people that are more moderate and in more moderate districts, 
you're not going to win with a Dave Osmick in a moderate district, and that's one of the reasons I'm leaving. You're not going to. So I step aside and let someone who is probably just as conservative, I hope she is, but certainly not as entrenched in, a, in my current viewpoints that are far more conservative than districts. Sometimes you have to make those hard decisions. As Reagan said, wherever you are, vote for the most conservative candidate who can win. And that's spoken about the primaries, and it obviously applies there as well. But it's, yeah, if you're in St. Paul, the most conservative candidate who can win, my favorite example, Example, my friend Sean Holster is running for Senate 63 this year. Probably a little moderate compared to you and I mm-hmm. in a lot of respects, but he's the most conservative person who has the faintest shot of winning in the, in southeast Minneapolis. Uh, much more with Dave Osmond when we come back. 651-289-4488. No longer trapped in the Minnesota State Senate. What will he say next? I was young, single, barely getting by and facing an unplanned pregnancy. How was I going to take care of a baby when I could barely take care of myself? I was faced with a decision, stop the pregnancy or bring a baby into my crazy circumstances. That's when my sister found Robbinsdale Women's Center. They welcomed me with no judgment and changed my perspective on being a mom. They gave me the hope and confidence I needed. At my 20-week ultrasound, I was shocked to see two heartbeats. I will be forever grateful for everyone at RWC. My twin boys, Sean and Christian, are my biggest blessings. Our goal at Robbinsdale Women's Center is to give accurate information on all pregnancy choices. All services are provided at no cost with no government funding. We rely on people like you who value women and their unborn babies. Since 1992, thousands of babies have been given the gift of life. Please donate today at rwcinfo.org. Thank you for helping our mom, RWC. Before Bamboo HR, (laughs) I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, (laughs) it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people, to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com HR. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, we've been doing this for 18 years. We still dominate all Twin Cities media. And when I say we, I'm talking about Jack Tomczak, who's coming up next at 3 o'clock. I'm talking about Brad Carlson uh, every Sunday from 1 to 3. King Banyan, Saturdays 9 to 11. So... Yes, I used to work in, in music radio. How can you tell? 651-289-4488. If you have questions for Senator Dave Osmek, uh, who is leaving the Minnesota State Senate after uh, 12 years. Uh, you look like 10 years. 
Ten years. Ten, ten years. years. That's right. I keep thinking Short, it was 2010. Remember, we only get it. Well, no, it was 12, and there we go, 442. So this is the shorty session. No, I knew the, that. The two-year one. So. I keep thinking that, that you were first elected in 2010, but no, no that wasn't the case. I've okay. had a good time. Oh, I've yeah. had a good time. You know what? Sometimes term limits mean something, and sometimes maybe it is good time to move on. And, right. you know, the gas tank has is, is gotten to the point where I think it's time for a number. We've already talked about some of the reasons. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is they used to, you know, they made, Sean Connery made a final James Bond movie called Never Say Never. Right. Never Say Never, because okay. you never know. Um, if there is a Governor Scott Jensen, I probably might have something going on in my life. Who knows? Otherwise, I am currently a school bus driver, and I'm going to continue to be a school bus driver and drive my little kitties to school and okay. drive a moment. All right. Well, we'll talk about future plans in the last segment <laughs> when that sort of stuff uh, stuff comes up here. But uh, in the meantime, let's talk about the things that have vexed you for this last couple of years. I will, I will say the world of report cards I get mm-hmm. report cards. I mean, you these are organizations who, like me, are trying to pull the game of tug of war, mm-hmm. pull that flag a little closer to their side of the mud pit. Uh, but some of them drive you a little crazy, I gather. Well, they do, and you know the ones that hate me the most: uh, Education Minnesota hate me, badge of honor. Uh, the Nurses Association hate me, badge of honor. Uh, I, I, you know, any Band-Aid. of the liberal ones, I'm zero minus. Actually, they find ways to try and ding me farther. So, Whoa. It, it, but there are other score, scorecards that I used to have respect for. Example: the legislative uh, legislative evaluation assembly decided a couple years ago. That uh, I had a bill. I, it was a corrections bill, and it was it was deemed by Senator Scott Newman as the most unosmic osmic bill of all time. Explain, please, because it was de- dealing with corrections. I don't delve into co- corrections. I don't like going in front of the Judiciary Committee. I prefer to have a couple of root canals as opposed to going in front of them, just Same. because it's difficult. Absolutely, and they can be difficult unless you got a good bill. Fortunately for me, it was a good bill. Essentially, what it said was: Listen, when people are leaving custody. After a certain length of time, you need to have a checklist right. and you need to make sure that when they leave, let's say they've been incarcerated for five years, then when they leave, you have to make sure question number one, do you have your social security card? Uh-huh. Well, if you don't, then they will be prepared three months before you leave because they know the day almost down to the minute you're going to be leaving custody. Right. So if you don't have your social security card, you don't know where it is, then they will help you get a copy. Why? Because you need to be a job performer. You need to be employed. Sounds like a very unosmic bill so far. By the way, on, on Twitter, uh, Trent from North Minneapolis says, what is this concept of incarceration you're talking about? <laughs> uh, bravo. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. We can get into that later. Let's. But, you know, another example. Do you have a picture ID? You know, if you're going to write a check, well, and I don't know if you're going to have a checkbook at that point, but you need to have a picture ID at some point in time. Yeah. If you are on, if you have psychotic problems, you Ooh. need to have a prescription. Yeah. We don't want to release you with what's left on your little prescription and then just have you go off meds. This causes you to do bad things and Ooh. probably get you back into where you are coming out of. Oh yeah. So we we created I created a bill. It was bipartisan in nature. I got a house DFLer to be the chief to run it on the house side. The governor's office and the corrections department supported it. We put things in we could all agree upon. Was this Dayton or Waltz? It was this was Waltz. Wow. Wow. Okay. So we got all we got consensus. I passed it off the Senate floor without one negative vote in the House. There was seven or eight of them, mostly because they don't read very well. I think. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but it was passed. What good bill? I had to though include something, and this is how things get done. This is why Action for Liberty needs to get off their high horse. Sometimes, and same thing with the Legislative Evaluation Assembly. Sometimes you have to put things into bills that you don't necessarily totally agree with. And what was required by the House was a study. Now, we study everything under the sun in the state, the state capitol. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't know the last time we did it, but I know we studied cow flatulence at some point in time. Short answer is we study stuff and we spend your money on studying stuff. So I had to spend a little bit of money. It was, I think it was a couple hundred thousand dollars, which is a rounding error on any yeah, spreadsheet. Background at the noise. Exactly. And what I had to do is I had to accept that they wanted a study based upon, of, of people who are leaving corrective co- corrections, leaving custody, and whether they become homeless. And if they became homeless, where are they? Yeah. Who are they? What gender are they? And here's where the problem is. It said, and what race are they? 
Okay. Now, the Legislative Evaluation Assembly, the pinheads who wrote that scorecard, and I'm going to call them that because they deserve it, and I called them that to their face, they scored that one as you should vote no. Why? Because they said, because I'm putting in a, a study that has stratification, including race, it supports institutional racism. This is huh. clinically stupid. And that's what the problem is with some of these organizations. They don't have any common sense clue, and they're they're just looking for reasons to ding Republicans as opposed to, I mean, the, the scorecard from uh, from Action for Liberty. You know, Democrats get higher scores, and the yeah. reason they don't include Democrats on their scorecard is because their scores would be higher than the Republicans on the scorecard because they are picking and trying to ding people for things that are just common sense bills. Yeah, they they it's easy for a pressure group to require their their the legislators to be absolutely pure to whatever their principle is and purity of principles one it's a wonderful luxury to have if you never have to negotiate with anyone about anything for a living uh, unfortunately the the base root of politics the, the, the from the comes from the latin word that that same same word that goes back to policy politeness polity you've got to agree with people you've got to you've got that you don't have to agree but you have to negotiate with people. And, and eventually, unless you have 100% of the legislature and the governor, you're going to wind up having to give on some point somewhere. Exactly. And when we're at the table, and I don't, I, don't, I, I, I don't want to make excuses, but I will say this. If you're at a table and there's three people, Governor Walls, the Speaker of the House, and the Majority Leader, you have, last time I counted, one of those is a Republican. There are two Democrats and one Republican. Yeah. You have to try a way to get more than 50%. Right. But guess what? You're going to barely creep over the 50% at some point in time. And, and and for those of you who think we should shut the government down, oh, stand there, Pat. Put Cross your arms and say, shut the government down. That never works. Why? Because it always comes down to the media, who are the wholly owned subsidiaries of the Democrats, with the exception of Tom Hauser and a few people that might have their heads screwed on straight. Fair. They will always blame the Republicans as being the intransient, I think is always the term. that They always blame us because we won't just cave in. Right. And, of course, the guys on the other side, Action for Liberty, they want to basically say, well, you should just go on, go, shut everything down for months and months and months and see what happens. Yeah. Well, this is the only thing is that's how we lose. Yeah. So you get... 50% plus one or a little bit better than you can get, and you find ways to sneak things in. And, and unfortunately, our friends in the House snuck something in on edible cannabis, or well, not cannabis, but whatever it is, and they the snuck it in, the gummies. And, and, and that goes back to the farm bill back in the federal farm bill in 2018, and we were just trying to fix a problem, which that, that's what happens when you do legislation. Sometimes you fix something, and it causes a chain reaction. And that's the chain reaction. It's going to get fixed next year. I just won't be there to do it. Yeah. So, so uh, I, honestly, anything that takes that's well, I, th- I thought for a second there that it was the accident of the passage of the edibles uh, was actually someone's, some DFLer's brilliant idea just to, to take the, the marijuana parties out of the equation. Because I got to say, there, there's these allegations. I think there's some substance to them. Republicans are funding some of these legal marijuana groups to take votes away from Democrats. And I say, good. It's perfectly fine payback for 2010 when you had a fake Republican, Tom Horner, uh-huh. folk, uh, floated in, into, uh, into a candidacy by lefty money to soak money, uh, uh, votes away from Tom Emmer, who would have won without that and the full court media press for Mark Dayton. Anyway, yeah, that's- absolutely. But it was it. Did we do it? Yes. Did we did we not necessarily? And it was it was something that was not heard in the Senate. It had a few hearings in the House. Yeah. But to to be honest, do we think that we vetted that one out as good as we could have? The answer, of course, is no, because I think that probably would have been. But the problem is, is if you don't legislate and start putting guide rails on those edibles, there was nothing on the books to regulate them. Yeah. So if you didn't do something, it was going to be worse. There was going to be a wild, wild west. And, and what we turned into is, is that then suddenly the organizations that support this stuff realized, well, now that the guide rails are there, we can start selling. It was sort of a chicken and egg situation that happened. But did we necessarily vet it as good as we could have? 
No, I don't think so. This is one of the arguments they get into people who people who are purists in various degrees. Whether you consider them cynical purists of the, uh, I think you might say the uh, Action for Liberty crowd, or the exceptionally cynical purists of the Minnesota gun rights crowd, who are basically con men, or some of the less, some of the more ideological purists, like. Uh, Good friend, former talk show host on a different lesser station, uh, Sue Jeffers, mm-hmm. who used to be so annoyed with me when I said, you know, perfect is the enemy of good enough. I mean, you have someone who is not a perfect conservative, but is good enough to win in a modern district that right. would otherwise go DFL. I'm not so hate it. Why do you say that? Well, tough. Love you, Sue. But perfect is the enemy of good enough. <laughs> That's absolutely this a is fact the of per- life. This is the reality of politics is that you're not going to get 67 Dave Osmicks to be in the Minnesota State Senate. It ain't going to work. But if you can get a few of us that will drag and help push the cart in the right direction, which I have done from the inside. Am I always successful? No. But I am successful in moving things in the right direction and holding accountable folks, such as maybe Southwest Light Rail, which we told you this stupid thing was going to get that expensive. <laughs> we can get into that one. More on that in a bit. Uh, by the way, isn't it funny how they say we, we need a half a billion dollars more, and they say, well, do we where are you going to get the money from? And they go, well, we got it here someplace. That Funny how that works. Take our word for it. Yeah, yeah. we got it someplace because they've got the money, folks. They've got the money. So does the Department of Transportation. they got the money, too. You need people in the administration. They're going to hold them accountable, and that's one of the things that needs to be done in a Jensen administration. 651-289-4488. If you've got questions comments for Senator Dave Osmeck, let's talk about that light rail line when we come back here, because <laughs> that's a gift that just kept on giving to both of us for all this entire time you've been in office. Go to We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. We know saving money is great. That's why Standard Heating and Air Conditioning has a sale of up to $2,475 off a new furnace and air conditioner combo. Just in time for the fall snap, Standard Heating has brought back the September triple savings sale. This month's promotion, plus manufacturer rebates, plus utility rebates. It gets better. Standard Heating takes care of all the paperwork for you. That's a combined savings of up to $2,475. They're also offering 0% financing. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning has 92 years of service in the community. That's three generations of the same family-owned and operated business. Take advantage of this month's triple savings sale with up to $2,475 off. And hurry, because this offer ends September 30th. Visit standardheating.com. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Standardheating.com. Mention the Patriot. That's standardheating.com. When should you start collecting your Social Security? How you answer this question will be the difference in the success or failure of your retirement. Tune in to Money Matters with Alan Mike this week. They'll be sharing Social Security tips from the basics of the program to strategies to maximize your payments. Alan Mike will help you sort out this important but often misunderstood part of your retirement income plan. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them now at 855-231-6010. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. 
Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us, won't you please? Go to the AM 1280, The Patriot website, am1280thepatriot.com. All the stuff I'd normally be talking to you about during these little beginning of segment spiels, it's all out there. You can read it at your own time. You can violate the space-time continuum and just get it all on your own. Sometimes somebody's got to give me access to the printer around here, John, so I can print those liners up. I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to make that happen. That's uh, project number one on Monday, all right? Excellent. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Don't forget, Jack Tomzak coming up next year. Uh, Senator Osmond, I like one thing before we take the, the, the crush of phone calls that's coming <laughs> in for you here is I'd like to tell us to, to friends like my former uh, talk show host friend, Sue Jeffers, and for the Action for Liberty. Mm-hmm. Adherence. So, if you live in a state like North Dakota, my native state, where uh-huh. the the Democrats can't get enough people elected to fill all their committee assignments, where my friend from high school, who would pass as a moderate Republican, he was a liberal Democrat, who finally retired from office for the same reasons you are, just got a little tired of the the crazies on both sides, uh, and, and he's gone back to selling cars in Jamestown. But uh, he, <laughs> and they, they, they do, literally don't have enough Democrats there to to fill all their committee yeah. so There you can get a purist conservative agenda and a state that's run according to that agenda and, and all the benefits that come with it. Here, we got to duke it out the hard way. So uh, that's, and until we get to that state, which we're not going to get by by uh, filtering out all of the moderates right. who can win in places like where I live. Absolutely. You're not going to get it by taking Carla Nelson or Jim Abler out to the woodshed just because they may not agree with you on everything and everything under the sun. I agree yeah. with the, with them 80% of the time. Some guy some guy that used to live in Washington, his name was Ronald, I think it was, yeah. said, if you agree with me 80 or 85% of the time, you're not the enemy. Right. A, a, a 70% friend isn't a 30% enemy. Absolutely. 651-289-4488. Let's go to South Minneapolis. Diane, welcome to the Northern Alliance. Hey, Mitch. Hey, Senator Osmick. I, hey. I just have a question about um, you know, the light rail. I want to know how all the people who live in their high-rises <laughs> along Hiawatha are going to get their furniture from Ikea onto the light rail back to their apartments. <laughs> Great question, Diane. Well, it, it, it involves a cow catcher. And we mount the cow catcher on the front, and then you can, when you get there and you have to bring your Ikea, of course, Ikea comes in parts, and believe me, I don't want to go to Ikea because I hate some assembly required are the three worst words in the English language. Uh-huh. You are absolutely right. And funny thing is, is they will find the money. And Charlie Zelli, who is the current chief of the Met Council, he was going to find the money from someplace. And, oh, yeah. uh, and he's also going to have to find money when we have to condemn and tear down the condo where yes. that's going <laughs> to that's gonna cost more money. We will be over $3 billion. If you're not going to learn, and we tried to stop anything additional from going forward like the Botano line, and we're not getting any place with that. Why? Because liberals just want to keep pounding their head in the head with a hammer when they realize it's wrong, and that's what Southwest Light Rail is proving. You say three billion dollars. I say three point two in twenty twenty two dollars. And give it, if we keep inflation going for a couple of years, that this this the, the Southwest Light Rail is going to go over four billion dollars. And it might open in twenty twenty eight. Might open. Oh, twenty twenty eight. Oh, four point five billion dollars at current rates of inflation here. And you, you mentioned yeah, tearing down that kind of. I was going to predict that the condo uh, building would fall over, but yeah, p- tearing it down and buying out the rather well heeled homeowner uh, owners of the units in that. Kind Seems a little more likely. You're yeah, right. Exactly. It's going to be a money pit in mo- in every possible, as predicted in this space from the very beginning. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, Minatrista. Dave, welcome to the Northern Alliance. You're on the air with Senator Osmek. Good afternoon, guys. Um, Dave, what's at stake in the next legislative session? And can you comment on this uh, uh, California environmental standards as well as? the future taxation of uh, Social Security benefits? Well, if you don't vote for Republicans, you aren't going to get Social Security zeroed out. Republicans have been standing firm in the Senate, and I know our friends in the House that are in the minority, the Republicans have been standing firm. We now have the chance right now to zero out Social Security taxes in the state of Minnesota. 
Governor Walls has been fighting us every step of the way. Don't listen. Don't don't see the TV ads. Don't listen to what he says because everything he's saying right now, he was against last year and the year before. (laughs) So all you got to do is think that way. But we are the the Senate. The Senate. This Senate that I exist in is going to hold firm on this, and we will do that. That is important. Uh, let's see. The other one was oh, the California and you're hitting the energy area where I was chair for a while. The that is the dumbest thing on the face of the planet. Now, now the guys in California think we're going to outlaw selling. Uh, we're going to outlaw selling any kind of gas engines out in California. Boy, you people are really going to have a lot of fun when you can't even charge them overnight. Yeah. Um, that's That's been done by administrative purposes, and it could be undone the same way. A Governor Jensen with a commissioner uh, at the right type of commissioner can zero and reverse that on a whim. It's not legislative, and that's the, that's the big key. Speaking of the media, as you were earlier, and reversals, this has been an amazing this – is, this has been the most amazing – Amazing round of reversals. I mean, worthy of an Olympic gymnastics competition on the part of uh, Governor Flanagan and co-Governor Waltz uh, this past couple weeks here. I mean, a hard 180 on law enforcement. They went from law and order is a privilege uh, and 19-year-old cooks don't belong in in danger uh, to to trying to go all uh, all, all uh, Mike Hammer on us this past week here, uh, among so many other issues here. How do you know when Walls is lying? When uh, his lips are moving. I was going to say his stomach is jiggling. That's probably a little unfair. <laughs> he fought. He was nowhere to be seen. When Minneapolis was burning, he was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. He was nowhere to be seen for days. And suddenly it turns into, I'm law and, law and order. I, t- I am on the judiciary, uh, uh, the current existing conference committee for judiciary, and the Democrats of the House are demanding violence disruptor money and millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know what that is, Minneapolis, yeah, Minneapolis has been spending money on this, and they have millions and millions and millions of dollars that they've already spent on "quote unquote" violence disruptors that doesn't include anything with guns, and they can't find where the money went. And or, we want to do even more of the same, or the disruptors for that matter. You can never find it when there's any violence to be disrupted. Oddly enough, Senator Asbuck, we got about uh, forty-five seconds here. Outlook for the House and Senate elections this fall. I think they're going to be successful. I think okay. the House and Senate will uh, the, the Senate will stay in Republican hands. I think the House is going to flip. It may be close because this abortion issue is being trumped up by uh, by act or by uh, ABM and ABM. all of the alliances. Yep. They they love talking about abortion. And I don't get it because uh, which which is more which one is going to be scaring you more the possibility of getting a medical procedure you're not going to get or being shot in Minneapolis going to a Burger King which and, one's more in, which one's more pl- pl- probable for you and not being able to afford the medical care when you do get shot because inflation is destroying your paycheck and and everything else about your life here and 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 not and, and sending your kids to a school that is collapsing intellectually if not physically don't get me started on school oh we're going to have to have to have you back sometime here before the election senator Osmeck. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thanks for stopping by. You bet. Thanks, Mitch. We'll do this again soon. When we come back, uh, Kevin Felstead joins us, running for Minnesota House in District 65B. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. 
Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across Are you tired of looking at your chipped oil-stained garage floor every time the door opens? You need to talk with the folks at The Coating Crew. These guys can transform your garage or utility floor concrete into an extension of your home. Imagine matching your floor to your sweet summer ride or showing off your team colors. The Coating Crew has a wide variety of colors to match the most eclectic tastes in man cave decor. These guys take the time to properly prep the floor, repair cracks and pits, and then the magic begins and all in just one day. This attention to detail sets them apart from the competition. It's a given that their crews are trained and certified to create your long and lasting oasis. Since 1999, the Coating Crew has been providing superior products and exceptional customer service. Contact CoatingCrew.com. Reclaim the value and space of your old garage floor. Schedule a free quote at CoatingCrew.com and tell them Dennis sent you. CoatingCrew.com. AM 1280, The Patriot is WW. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.